Praise the Lord. Welcome. Thank you guys for being here. It is so re rewarding and encouraging to see you here. Uh, I'm telling you, we had someone in the first service that came in and they had to leave before the service was over and they left this note for me. Uh, says for Pastor Tim and Rodica, says, thank you for your ministry and obedience to God. Uh, it's, it's touching lives in Queens, New York. They were here from Queens, New York, visiting family. And uh, they said, don't ever stop, Felicia Phillips. So uh, I'm looking forward to giving her a call and thanking her for stopping by. Sorry I didn't get to meet her, uh, but she said she's been watching us now for uh, over a year. So praise the Lord for what, we're, what you guys are helping us do beyond these doors. I'm here to tell you it's, it's so rewarding to be able to uh, look back and see lives that are truly been impacted and changed because of your, your hearts of service and ministry and the anointing and giftings that you use. I love you guys and I thank you so much for being here and looking forward to us doing life and doing ministry together as we go into this new year. And one thing I always find that as uh, the year is uh, transitioning, uh, that folks begin to seemingly be more open to a prophetic word for God for the new year. You know, this specific word where they feel God is speaking to them to help them make sure they're going in the right direction for the new year. And I just want to encourage you this morning uh, because there's always a fresh revelation of Jesus Christ and a fresh word of Him in His person, His nature, and His ways. Uh, you don't have to wait just till the transition of going into one year to the next. You can look into the transition of going into each new day that God has a word for you. He has revelation for you. He has His presence and His power. He wants you to discover and know Him in a more intimate way. And in doing that, though, don't ever forget the whole prophetic uh, uh, insight that God has given you for your whole life. Because what God is saying as we're going into 2018, it, it does not discount or do away with what he said in 2017 or 2016 or 2015. All of that is interwoven in the fabric of our life and our destiny. So what God has said in the past has been building us up and strengthening us and preparing us for what we're now to go into in this new year. So when we do that, it's very important for us to not segment or look at God like he's uh, schizophrenic or something. And what he said here, he doesn't remember. Now he's saying something totally new. It is interwoven going forward. And getting a word from God for you and your family is so powerful. I found that a word from God can change your life. And a word from God can help you find God's purpose and destiny in your life. A word from God can encourage you in times of trials. And believe you me, the devil's going to make sure you have have some trials that you have to go through but it's the word of God that keeps you on track and it's the word of God that helps you fulfill the vision that God has for us amen and there's some simple steps in receiving a word from God first you just need to pray and ask God ask him because let me tell you what, he'll give you a word concerning his promise and his covenant and his plans for you in this year. Remember in John 10 and 4, he says, my sheep hear my voice, my sheep know my voice. So he speaks to us, his voice is given to us and he wants us to hear and receive his word. He speaks to us through his scripture, praise God for that. He speaks to us through dreams, be a little careful on that one because what you ate may determine what that dream looks like. Uh, he speaks to us through ideas, he speaks 
speaks to us through sermons. He speaks to us through songs. God is a God with a voice, and He's speaking to His people. And then we need to study His Word. As we want to hear from God, God is ever speaking through His Word. So study His Word. And then be ever mindful and committed that the fact of a rhema, which is an applied Word of God to you, will never violate the Logos. And we say that over and over. The Logos is the established Word of God. And, and as we study and receive a Word from God, it will never violate the Bible. If you've heard something, you feel like you've heard it from God, and that word doesn't line up with the Scripture, you can know you either missed something about it or either the devil's speaking, trying to sound like an angel of light and trick you. So we need that guard in our lives. And then write it down. When God gives you a word, write it down. Share it with others, people that you respect, people that you look to as a, maybe a spiritual mentor so that you are having the establishment of two or three witnesses to make it established. Uh, share it with others and then keep it in front of you throughout the year so that you can keep looking at it and, and making sure it stay, you're staying on track with what God's word has said. In doing that, and in praying in, for Christian Embassy and us going into 2018, God took me back to 2017. And if you remember what God said in 2017, and, and we had uh, overheads for this and all, He said that this would be a year of an establishing the vineyard, getting the vineyard all set up, if you remember that. And He said there would be four sections to the vineyard. There would be the little seeds, little tiny seeds that we'd be planting. Then he said there was these little sprouts that had come up in these little containers and they would have to be put in larger containers so that they could continue to grow. Then he said there were these old root balls and these root balls that were wrapped in burlap, burlap sap that uh, had had great, uh, uh, awesome uh, times of produce and now they've been pulled up and set aside. He said he was going to reestablish them and as we reestablished them and nurtured them that they were not done yet, that there was great things to come from them. And then there were the established plants, that fourth section. And in that fourth section of the established plants, he says, make sure that the structure is built according to my plumb line, that that lattice work that they can be attached to and grow to. And then there will be much pruning, if you remember that. Much pruning, that the leaves that would cover up the fruit would be pruned off so that the sun could touch the fruit and make it sweet. And, and then there would be uh, these little buds that would be popping up everywhere. And you would be popping, prune, prune pruning those off so that the life flow would flow to the fruit rather than be distracted in all of that. So it was, it was like a year of putting on your garden gloves and getting to work and working hard. And, uh, and as we've been very busy about that, I look back because I like to measure where we're at and by what God's word said. And I'm like, you know, God, this is absolutely amazing. This was the year. This is the year where we have established the, the structural uh, necessity for the vineyard. There's been much building. We finished the uh, front of the porch out here. We finished the widening of the lane of Centerville and uh, the turning lane. We finished the parking lot and getting everything, all the mud holes and everything fixed and everything paved. There was rock behind us and getting the upstairs completed. If you remember this, this year, we've been able to celebrate, uh, uh, in, what was it, in June? We had 
uh, our dedication, 25-year anniversary, and the dedication of the building complete. The vineyard was complete. At the dedication, the Lord said, you will expand to your right and left. And he says, uh, and then the next day, the house to the left, right of us went up for sale. After 25 years of praying, God, give us that house. It was probably the toughest time in our ministry to think, now we need to go and do this. We need to finish paying contractors and all this stuff. But we knew what the Lord said. This kept us on track. And it would be a lot of work. And, and it would be a lot of work that didn't show a lot of results. Because when you're working with seed and planting it in the ground, it looks like it goes away. But if you've ever farmed, you know it hadn't gone anywhere. It's only in position now to do what it was created to do. And when you take little plants and you're dealing with them, it's so tender and so volatile. And then an old root ball that you've got to take and you've got to bring life back to it. And then the structure for the, for the established plants, all of that has been a lot of work. So going back, God, I'm like, God, thank you. This is helping me stay on track. But let me tell you what. It also says that, and you see, God, God knows what he's doing. He knows better than we do, right? So he's been setting this thing up. And now he says, this is the year. All of that has been completed. 2017 is leaving us. But 2018 we're stepping into. And now we're going to see the fruit of our labor. Now we're going to see the harvest start to come in. Now that we obeyed him and did all that we needed to do in 2017, you are a part in your life. You're going to start seeing a supernatural increase in your life. And it's not something that just happened to come along. It's because we have been obedient and we've been setting ourselves up and we've been walking according to the Spirit of God. So I want to encourage you this morning that what you're about to step into in 2018 is a divine setup that you've been a part of, a divine setup for promotion like you've never seen before. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. So I said, okay, okay, God, it's all ready now. Harvest is coming. What do we need? He says, you need a rainy season. You need a rain, not a physical one here, but a rainy season. You know, farming, you got to have the sun and you've got to have the rain. You got to have the fire and you've got to have the rain. And you've got to have the wind that dries it all out so that you can harvest. So you need the fire, you need the rain, and you need the wind. So I said, yes, Lord. He says, so now it's time. And if you remember last year, he says, as Elijah contended against the closed heavens for the rain to come on Mount Carmel, and then the, then the fire came and licked up the, the sacrifice, and then the rain came. Remember the cloud the size of a man's hand? And then the rain came, and the two three and a half year drought was ended. He said, that's where you're at now. So we're to contend to the heavens. And what comes from the heaven? The fire, the wind, and the rain. That sounds like the Holy Spirit to me. Hallelujah. So this is the year of the Holy Spirit. We're going to embrace the Holy Spirit. We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. We're going to share about the Holy Spirit. We're going to walk in the presence of the Holy Spirit. We're going to pray in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We're going to lay hands on people in, with the power of the Holy Spirit. We're going to see lives resurrected, lives changed, lives delivered, and lives set free by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So God says, as you go into this year, you need these three baptisms, and these are very important. And the first baptism is where the Holy Spirit baptizes us into the body of Christ when you're born again. 1 Corinthians 12 and 13 says, For one by one Spirit you were baptized into one body, whether Jew or Greek, whether slave or free, and have all been made to drink into one Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes in supernaturally when you make the decision that you're going to surrender 
your life to Jesus Christ, accept Him as your Lord and your Savior, and believe God has raised Him from the dead, calling on His name, the Holy Spirit supernaturally comes and births you into, baptizes you into the body of Christ. You are supernaturally baptized into the body of Christ by the Holy Spirit when you're born again. Then there's another baptism, and that's where the minister baptizes you in water. We're going to have, just in a few minutes here, we're going to have a baptism, a live baptism right here, in obedience to this. Because Jesus said in Mark 16 and 16, He who believes and is baptized will be saved. If you have an opportunity to be baptized, you need to be baptized. It is an outward confession of an inward work that God has done. The Bible says we cannot be ashamed of the gospel. We cannot be ashamed of God. And this is our testimony and our confession. And, and if you're not ready to be baptized today, let me tell you what, I, I pray we have more baptisms this year than we've ever had in any year in the history of this church. I pray in the name of Jesus that we will be, uh, see more increase in, in souls being saved than we've ever seen in the history of this church. Hallelujah. God told us to focus on getting the vineyard and its structure all set and ready so that He could bring a harvest. And guess what? This year, you guys have broken every record that this church has ever had in 25 years in your giving, in your service, and in the building up of this uh, trellis and this vineyard that God has had. You guys have given over a million dollars that has never been done in the history of this church. We've been able to reach more countries and more souls and take care of more orphans and minister to more widows and do more outreach and more evangelism than we've ever done in the history of the church while at the same time we were getting the vineyard ready and its structure for the harvest to come. Now we're going to see record-breaking souls saved. We're going to see record-breaking families coming together. We're going to see reconciliation we're going to see healings. We're going to see deliverances like we've never seen before because we've been faithful to get the vineyard ready. Hallelujah. Jesus says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. But there's a third baptism that we must take in with us into 2018, and that is where Jesus baptizes us with the Holy Spirit. Where Jesus baptizes us with the Holy Spirit. John the Baptist was speaking in Matthew 3 and 11, and he said, I indeed baptize you in water under repentance, but there is he who is coming after me. He's mightier than I am. His sandals I'm not even worthy to carry, and he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Hallelujah. Let me tell you what, Jesus has come, and it is Jesus who baptizes us with the Holy Ghost and with fire. We're going into this new year. We've got so much uh, at stake. We've got so much seed in the soil. We've got so many tender plants that are growing and depending on us. There's been a lot of pruning that's been done. There's been old root systems that have been set in place. Uh, there are plants that are ready. There's a harvest that is coming, but we need to welcome the Holy Spirit. We cannot do what God has called us to do by ourselves. We were never equipped by ourselves uh, to bring in this harvest, but we have an equipper, hallelujah, who brings a fire who brings the power, who brings the wisdom, who brings the anointing into our lives. And that is Jesus baptizing us in the Holy Spirit. 
I hear the Lord saying we need to welcome the Holy Spirit in new dimensions in our life and in our church this year. We need a fresh baptism from His Spirit, in His Spirit, and by His Spirit in order to accomplish our purpose and our destiny. I know because of the nature of what God has called us to do that there have been attacks that you've had to endure this year. If I were to ask you to let it be heard by a sound of breathing, you all could make a probably big sigh because of the attacks that you've been under this year. You've been ambushed by the enemy. He shows no mercy. He is evil. He doesn't care about you. Uh, you probably have seen where you've sown much and reaped little. You, you, much of your fight maybe in you has died. But I'm here to tell you that there is new life that comes from the Spirit of the living God. There is new hope that comes from the Holy Ghost. That there is a new fire from heaven that God wants to burn in you so that you can be a part of going in and bringing this great harvest into His kingdom this year. So I say 2018 is the year of God's Holy Spirit. The year, if we want to focus on anything, it is to welcome the Holy Spirit. We, amen. We, we, look in the, we look in the Word of God and we see Ezekiel. He was in a situation where he came to a valley of dry bones and he said, the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out of the Spirit, uh, out in the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of a valley. So this valley was full of bones. There was an army that was slaughtered. There was an army that was ambushed. There was an army that was defeated in this valley. And he said, the Lord set me down here and he caused me to pass by them all. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And indeed, it was <clears throat> very dry. And he said to me, God spoke to him and said, son of man, cause these bone, uh, can these bones live? And I answered, oh, Lord God, you know, I don't know, but you know. And again, I heard him say to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Let me tell you what, when we begin to hear the word of the Lord, there's power. There's power from heaven that can change our circumstances here on earth. He said, prophesy so that these dry bones can hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord to these dry bones, surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you and cover your skin uh, with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. You, that you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, he says. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling and the bones came together bone to bone. And he says, indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh, they all came on them and the skin covered them. But there was no breath in them. But he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord, come from the four winds of O breath and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath came into them and they lived and they stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me tell you what, you may be in a situation or circumstance where it looks like there is nothing but death around you. It looks like everything is dried up. It looks like there is no life. But I'm here to tell you, when the Spirit of God comes in, uh, He can bring a new life. He can bring a new strength. He can raise up a fight that you thought would never fight again. But what we need is we need to prophesy to the breath. We need to speak to the Ruach or the Numa of God. Because the Numa, New Testament, and Ruach is Old Testament. Is, is, is all for the Spirit. And it means uh, th that it is, uh, uh, the meaning of it is breath or movement of air. 
movement of air. We need to participate with God and, and we provide the movement of air and He provides the Word. Hallelujah. And suddenly like the sound, like the blowing of the violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting in Acts 2 and 2. That was the day the church was birthed. We were birthed when the wind, the breath of God came into the body of believers here on earth and we were willing to let Him flow through us brought about a great harvest that has not stopped since. Hallelujah. The science of weather tells us that wind occurs when air flows from a high-pressure atmosphere towards a low-pressure atmosphere. And the closer these two are together, the high-pressure and the low-pressure, the sharper the contrast between them and the stronger the wind. I could see a prophetic analogy in this very easily because just as air flows from a high pressure to a low pressure system, God sends His Spirit along with gifts and anointing and power to anyone who is exerting a pull on heaven. That low pressure is pulling at that high pressure. Let me tell you what, what you and I need to do, we're here on earth, we need to be the low pressure system that starts pulling on the high pressure system of heaven so that the wind of the Spirit of God would begin to flow in and through our lives. So I say to you, Jesus said, ask and it will be given unto you. And he says, seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened unto you. He said, if a son asked his father for a, a, a stone, would his father give him, uh, I mean, asked him for bread, would he give him a stone? If he asked him for fish, would he give him a scorpion? He said, no. And he says, if an evil father who knows how to give good gifts to his children, how much more will our heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Let me tell you what, we're going into 2018. God says, contend unto the heavens that the Spirit of God would fill you, uh, renew you, strengthen you, and anoint you afresh for this new year. We need to ask. We need to ask. Have you felt unsatisfied lately? Think about it. Are you longing for more for you, your family, for others? In 2018, your hunger for God will be the landing strip of the Holy Spirit. The Lord showed me that. That the Holy Spirit is ready to land on your landing strip if you'll just turn the lights on and you'll make your, your landing strip ready. And how do you make it ready? Your hunger for God will be the landing strip of the Holy Spirit. So if you don't have the Holy Spirit land on you, if I could use that analogy... It's not because he's not willing to. It's not because he doesn't desire. It's because the low pressure is not exerting a pull on the high pressure. It's because there's no hunger. There's no thirst. I pray this message stirs up your hunger and thirst today. Because throughout the book of Acts, it was when the church was birthed, but even as they went into ministry and the devil started attacking and the devil tried to hush them and the devil tried to stop them, what did they do? They got together and they said, God, refill us with your Holy Spirit. And God shook the place where they were praying and filled them and the breath of God began to speak and flow through them over and over again. Hallelujah. So as 2018 opens here in just hours, honor the one who is the breath of life, the Holy Spirit. Say, I'm not going to go into this year without you, Holy Spirit. I can't do anything. I can't bring, be a part of bringing in this harvest without you, Holy Spirit. 
Because He said it's not by might and it's not by power, but it's by My Spirit, says the Lord Almighty. Right? So we can't do it in our strength. We can't do it in our power. You can't bring healing to your family. You can't bring healing to your body. You can't bring healing to anything or increase to anything in your own strength. But let me tell you, the Spirit of God will help you fulfill all of this. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of the violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. The birthday of the church was the wind of God, the fire of God, the power of God blowing in and through His people. And as the Holy Spirit filled these believers, their voices became the Holy Spirit's instruments. The sound of heaven came by the breath of God through the voices of willing people that then went and cut at the heart of those that were in bondage and those that were in chains and set them free that they could turn and embrace Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. I'm here to tell you God is releasing a sound today and He wants you and me to be a wind instrument of His. He wants you and me to be a wind instrument that He can blow His wind, that He can flow His wind through us today. As you would blow a trumpet, as you would blow a flute, as you would blow any of these wind instruments, God wants you right now to say, God, I give myself as an instrument of righteousness. I want to be used by you. Blow through me, Holy Spirit, and bring a sound from heaven to earth that will literally shake and change this world for your glory and in 2018 if you'll do this you will find the harvest will come in you will receive or your harvest you will see the harvest of God begin to flow the wheat fields uh, of, of his harvest and provision for you you will see it fulfilled I don't know about you, but I want to be a part of helping people come to know Jesus. I want to be a part of others coming out of their bondage, out of their pain, out of their misery, out of their sorrow, out of their darkness, out of their whatever it is Satan had them in, into the light and into the glory of God. Hallelujah. I encourage you to use your voice this day and going into this year to be an instrument of righteousness that the Spirit of the living God can blow through you. I decree and declare that those who will place your complete trust and faith in God, that the wind that we're calling on of the Spirit of God will come and lift you as eagle's wings will be lifting you to the next level. I prophesy to you here this morning that God is going to fill you afresh and anew with His Spirit and He's going to take you to new levels and intensities and heights of His to fulfill the destiny of that which He has created you. Just like with Ezekiel, God is calling us to participate with him he said Ezekiel son of God prophesy speak to the wind speak to the breath and the same thing he's saying to you son and daughter of the of the most high God speak to the wind speak to the breath of God speak to the Holy Spirit welcome Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit fill me Holy Spirit have your way Holy Spirit blow through me hallelujah and the Lord says as we do this, supernatural power is going to flow through you like you've never seen before. And it's going to bring new birth quickly and without travail. The barons shall sing and laugh as they embrace the new life. I'm telling you, this church, we're going to see it. We're going to, it's not going to be with travail. It is going to be by the mighty power of God. It's a year of expansion. It's a year of promotion. I'm telling you, you're going to have new assignments and new level of authority and new expanded territory 
territory given to you by God. I'm telling you, the, 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 you're going to see your seed time and your harvest time are going to be at the same time. As you are sowing, you're also reaping. And you're like, am I reaping or I'm sowing? You don't even know which it is, but it really doesn't matter. For it's a year of multiplication and duplication and celebration, saith the Spirit of God. This dry and parched land that you've been living in shall become a wellspring, saith the Lord. A year of fruitfulness where the fruit will come to maturity and it will have seed within itself to continue after its own kind. You will see signs and wonders and healing and deliverances. It's a year of great provision, a year of open doors that no man can shut, a year of restoration and resurrection power. I'm telling you, dead dreams and lost vision and lost hope will come to life. Lost destiny and purpose shall be found again, I say unto you. The dry bones will receive their power. They will receive their breath. They will receive their life. They will be revived and they will stand up and the holy remnant of God shall rise up out of obscurity and the remnant of shall arise in the light and the glory and the splendor of God will do this. Hallelujah. Those who have been tried by the fire, in the fire, you're coming through the fire. Do you hear what I'm saying? And there's a new fire, not a fire to condemn and not a fire to destroy, but there's a fire, an energy of God by His Spirit that is going to ignite and excite you. A, a fire of revival is going to burn across this land. Hallelujah. The rejected remnant is going to be sought after. You're not going to see the, the shadow of any turning of the hand of God. I hear the Lord saying this is the year that the, the sackcloth and the ash will be removed. The morning garments will be taken off. The days of mourning will be over. You're going from sadness to gladness. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, you're going from sadness to gladness. Hallelujah. For the Lord said, I am wanting to heal the sadness that many of you are carrying. I want to heal you of that sadness. The Lord says, I want to heal you of the sadness that's been hidden within your heart that maybe you've never even shared with anyone else. Sadness that has been recognized and spoken and sadness that has never been recognized or spoken. I see the Lord speaking with such love, with such encouragement and with such life over you, His dear children, uh, that there's going to be wave after wave after wave of the Spirit of the living God. Uh, and He's going to bring that with Him the Word. Uh, and that Word is going to bring healing into your life. Over you, you will... You, I'm telling you, I just see the Spirit of the Lord saying, uh, you, you're over-carrying sadness. You're over-carrying that, that, that emptiness. You're over that. He said, I decree that you're now going from sadness to gladness you have turned me for for me my mourning into dancing you have put off my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness hallelujah i prophesy over you who have been carrying sadness that this is now going into a deep beautiful time of healing a refreshing, rejuvenating, a comforting season that you're going to encounter with the Spirit of the living God, with the Holy Spirit of God, and He's going to turn your sadness into gladness. This is the year of occupation. This is the year of possession. This is the year of ownership. This is the year of rulership. 
No more deferred hope that makes the heart sick. No more. No more mirages. No more empty wells. No more false hope and broken promises. This is the year of judgment and justice where righteousness and holiness will rise again. Where the return of the fear of the Lord that is the beginning of our wisdom will be first and foremost and mockers and scoffers will be cast down. This is a year of hearers of the word becoming doers of the work. Do you hear me? This is a year of revolution, a year of revelation, a year of revival, a year of restoration, a year of renewal, a year of recovery, a year of rejoicing. And you can begin right now rejoicing in the Lord. Hallelujah. This is a year of renewal of your strength and, and, and a year of your breaking out and your bud blossoming and becoming the year of becoming. Hallelujah. Revelation, revolution, revival, warfare, victory, triumph, restitution. I'm hearing it in my spirit. That which has been stolen from you shall be restored. For righteousness will, return, will reign and holiness will return in the house of God and in your house as well. The holy called out remnant of God shall rise and shine and go forth and become the great army that we were created to be. And I'm telling you, we're going to go forth and we're going to bring in a harvest of souls and a harvest of lives like never seen before. Praise God. What a beautiful year. A year of refreshing. A year as it ends in eight, new beginnings. It's a year of new beginnings. So we can't go with the old wineskins because the old wineskins can't handle all this harvest of new wine. For new wine, that fresh grape juice has the tendency to expand. It has the tendency to, and, and you got to have flexibility. You need flexibility in your life. And I'm not telling you how to do that other than be oiled up with the Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Ghost apply the oil of His anointing and bring forth the newness that you need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hear the Lord say, The lame will walk and the blind will see and the deaf shall hear and the lepers shall be cleansed and the prodigals shall come home and the backsliders will return and revival fires will spread in a mighty, mighty way. Hallelujah. For those who have trusted in the Lord and put their hope in Him shall not be disappointed. This is your year. This is going to be an incredibly amazing year. 2018, here we come as we welcome the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Would you stand with me, please? Father, we stand in Your presence now. And Lord, You said we need three baptisms that we need to take into 2018, Lord. And the first one is that you, Holy Spirit, would baptize us into the body of Christ as we confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Lord, there may be someone under the sound of my voice right now who has never confessed you as Lord and Savior or who is not living under your Lordship right now. They're doing their own thing. They're pulling, the counting, pulling their own shots. They're making their own decisions. And you, God, are not number one. But Lord God, you said going into this new year, we need these three baptisms. So we need to be born again. So right now, we just come to you, Jesus, and we answer the question that you have posed to us. Am I your Lord or not? Do I rule? Do I have first say? Do I have priority or not? And Jesus, as you ask us that question, we know our response means whether we're saved or not. Because if we choose to be saved and make the decision to turn our affections towards you, we've got to surrender to your Lordship. If there's anybody here right now who has not surrendered to Jesus' Lordship, you have an opportunity. You can't do this by yourself. Life will cut you down. 
life will chew you up. Life will destroy you. But there is an abundant life that is available in and through Jesus Christ. But only as we submit to His Lordship. Is He the Lord of your life? If not, surrender to Him now. Say, Jesus, Jesus, come into my heart, come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. I believe God's raised you from the dead. You are alive. Now I want you to come live in and through me. I surrender all. I surrender all. Secondly, if you've not been baptized in water, Jesus said, believe and be baptized and you will be saved. We know it's important to Jesus that we make this public confession of our surrender and submission to Him and uh, living under His Lordship. And He's given us this sign of going under the water, being uh, buried, dead, and buried to our old life and being brought up out of the water, resurrected to a new life in Christ. Lord, as we do that in a few minutes here, we just go ahead and celebrate. If there's anybody here who has not been baptized, we invite them to, to be baptized. And then going into this new year, we need to be baptized by Jesus with the Holy Spirit. Yes, John the Baptist said he comes to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. Jesus, we need to welcome. We welcome right now you, Holy Spirit. Jesus, fill us, baptize us, immerse us in your power of your spirit and the anointing of your spirit just open your heart and say i welcome you holy spirit how much more will our heavenly father give the holy spirit to those who ask i ask you holy spirit through the administration of you jesus christ that you would immerse me fill me anoint me with your your holy spirit that i might rise up and be all that you've created me to be in 2018 I am yours, Lord. Just tell him, I am yours. And this year, Lord God, I'm committed to you. As we go into it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen.